Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your nearness. We thank you that you said in your word that if we would draw near to you, you would draw near to us. Thank you. According to Psalm 65, you said, blessed are those that you have called, chosen to come near. Thank you that you've given us a place in your presence. Whatever we have need of, I thank you that we can find it in your word and we can find it in your presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we're so grateful for your presence in this place. Hallelujah. We thank you for the glory of the Lord that's in this room. Thank you, Lord, that you are one that delights. You are one that inhabits the praises of your people. Hallelujah. And we are a church body lifting up our voices, declaring your awesomeness, declaring your greatness. And therefore, as we do that as a body of believers there, it's your habitation. So Lord, I thank you for everything that we have need of, that we will leave here built up. We will leave here established in the faith. We will leave here having our spirit quickened. Hallelujah. Thank you that we will leave here today, not hopeless, but we will leave here full of hope and full of faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. According to John 14, Jesus says this. He goes, these things have I spoken to you, that while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. And then what does it say? Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives to you, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Do you understanding this in context is understanding that the peace he's referring to, in my opinion, in the context of this, the Holy Spirit brings the peace. My peace I leave with you. How could Jesus walk with a liberating peace? Because he had the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit brings a peace that the world could never understand. And that is my prayer. And I believe that's the assignment of the service tonight is that you would leave here with a peace that passes all understanding. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll have the worship team. We'll come back in here in a, in a, in a little while, but I believe we need to sow the word. Amen. Amen. I'm going to sow the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peace. Go ahead and be seated. Because he said, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives. Immediately after it says, let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. See, let here and let in that is a, it's a word of permission. It's a word of permission. Let not your heart be troubled. So that lets me know that I can either allow my heart to be troubled 
or I cannot give trouble permission to trouble me. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So, so it's not the fact that you won't be in circumstances that you won't feel troubled. The thing is, is do, am I going to let it cause me to be afraid? I declare over us tonight, fear has no place in you. Fear has no place in you. Joseph, I want you to share that scripture in Proverbs that you, you were telling me about. We have the, the, the microphone. The one in Proverbs about fear. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. In Proverbs chapter 3. And uh, Pastor Justin, thanks for going over that in John 14 because that was one of the scriptures to go with it. But in Proverbs chapter 3, if you go over here to uh, verse 24, 25... Well, actually, we can start in verse 24. Well, all right, 23. All right, we'll start in verse 23. All right, Proverbs 3, verse 23. Let's go to verse 1. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It says, Then thou shalt walk in thy way safely, and thy foot shall not stumble. When you lie down, you don't have to be afraid. Yes, when you lie down, and you, your sleep shall be sweet. Now listen to verse 25. Yeah, that's, that's a word for you. Amen. 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 You don't have to be afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it comes. And then when you go to verse 26, it says, because the Lord, the covenant name, the Lord shall be thy confidence and he'll keep your foot from being taken. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So say that last, that last part again. For the Lord shall be your confidence. Yes. The Lord shall be your confidence. So like you said, when that fear comes, you don't, it's going to come. You recognize it when it's come, but it's trying to put you in that squeeze, right? It's trying to get you to squeeze out a word or squeeze out an action, right? But when that fear comes, you don't have to be afraid. You can sit there for a second and remember that your confidence is going to be in the Lord. He's going to keep your foot from being taken, and he'll give you the word or the action to take. Yeah, that's good, Joseph. Thank Thank you. The Lord should be your confidence. So fear, say fear has no place in me. And fear can be, it can be subtle. It can be dealing with your finances. It could be, it could be uh, speaking and speaking to someone. It could be fear of failure. It can come in so many different ways. And a lot of times we may not recognize fear as fear. Now, uh, Luke, 20, Luke 21, verse 25. It says this, and it says, There will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. And then it says, Men's hearts failing them from the fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. So it's interesting, he says, on the earth, the stress of nations. I mean, we can see that today, can't we? With perplexities, means things that, things that don't make sense. The sea and the waves roaring. 
And it says men's hearts failing them from fear of the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. So fear is coming on the earth. The the expectation, men's hearts are failing them from fear. So men's hearts are failing them from fear. Why? Because they're looking at the things that are happening in the earth. It says, for the power of the heavens will be, will be shaken. Not say might be shaken, will be shaken. The powers of the heavens. Now, this word heavens is not where we, where we consider where we are going to rule and reign for eternity. That's not what this word heavens is. This word heavens means the atmosphere. So it says, for the power of the heavens... The atmosphere shall be shaking, meaning will become feeble and unstable. There's another word, is another word that's referring to is the word totter. And the picture and the figure that this gives us in the Greek is like a child learning how to walk. So because of what's happening in the atmosphere, you know, it's like when your, when your child is learning to walk and, and you're, and you're like behind them or you're watching them and you're like, that that's that there's why there's this fear that they're going to fall or it's a fear that they're going to fail. There's this fear that is present. And that's what it says, this fear that's coming on the earth. And it says in that the heavens will be shaken, meaning they'll be unstable. Those are the times that we're living in, right? It says that they will see the son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. So the, the thing is, is, is what are we focusing on? Because what we're focusing on is what he says, look up because your redemption draws near. Just like what Joseph said is, is the Lord is your confidence. So it doesn't matter what things I might be seeing in the earth. It doesn't matter the perplexities or the, the, um, the things going on between nation against nation or the, how the atmosphere might be shaken. The thing is, is look up because my redemption draws near. Meaning my focus isn't on the atmosphere. My focus isn't on the distress of nations. My focus isn't on the things that may produce the fear. But my focus is on my redemption. Go to Isaiah 35. And I was just going to read one scripture here, but I think I need to, to back up and read a little bit more here. Because we have to understand what kingdom we're a part of. I'm a part of the kingdom of God. That's, that's what we have to continue to establish. I'm a part of the kingdom of God. Isaiah 35. Actually, let's go to the last verse. Thank you, Lord. Look at verse 16 of chapter 34. It says, search from the book of the Lord and read. Not one of these shall fail. Not one shall lack 
her mate. For my mouth has commanded it, and his spirit has gathered them. The spirit has gathered them. He has cast the lot for them, and his hand has divided among them with a measuring line. Now listen to this. They shall possess it forever. From generation to generation, they shall dwell in it. Now, now just pay attention here. What's happening here is he's talking about the future of the glory of God. He's talking about the future of the church here. He's talking about those will be gathered. Are you grateful that we've been gathered? And and there's something you have to understand. What he goes into the next chapter, because this is all, he didn't, he didn't, he's not starting a new thought here. And he's talking about these, these from generation to generation, they shall dwell in it. Now listen, it says, the wilderness and the wasteland shall be glad for them. And the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice. What, the desert. The desert is going to rejoice because of Zion. The wilderness and the wasteland are going to be glad you're here. The desert is going to blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it. The excellence of Carmel and Sharon, they shall see the glory of the Lord, the excellency of our God. Then it says, strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those those who are fear-hearted, Say to those who are fear-hearted, be strong and do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. So what, so here, say to the fear-hearted. So I'm saying to any of those, any of us that are experiencing fear right now, I say to you, be strong and do not fear. Why? Behold, your God will come with vengeance. With the recompense of God, he will come and he will save you. So this kind of also is looking like, look up because our redemption draws near, right? We have to focus and understand the glory of Zion, the glory of the church. And that fear would try to keep us small. Fear would try to keep us from being what God's called us to be, keep you from stepping out and being the believer that God's called you to be. Fear has no place in me. Fear has no place in me. I'm, I'm making that as a faith statement. Because we're all tempted to battle fear, right? So that's what you, fear has no place in me. That, that's something that you, that we have to, we have to renew our mind to. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Go to Psalms 37. It's impossible to operate in peace when you're overrun with fear. 
Fear is an element the enemy uses to get you out of peace. Psalms 37. It starts off in verse 1. It says, do not fret. Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. So just in some of these scriptures, I, I see how I've got to, I shouldn't be spending any time focusing on what the enemy's doing. Don't, don't focus on what it looks like, the distress and, and all those, because your redemption draws near. Don't focus on all these things and, and, and why? Because, because God, God's going to save me. Verse three, uh, verse two says, uh, actually verse three says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. See, this is, this is, these are instructions on how, how we live when we're battling fear. What do we do? We trust in the Lord and we do good. We uh, uh, dwell in the land and what do we do? We feed on his faithfulness. When fear is trying to get, come against you, what do you do? You feed on his faithfulness. Verse, verse four, delight yourself also in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. See that trust in the Lord, feed on his faithfulness, delight yourself in him, commit your way to him, trust also in him. He's going to bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Now, now get this, justice as the noon, his, his righteousness will come forth as the light and your justice as the noonday. What does this mean? It means just as much as the sun is going to come up in the morning. That's how your righteousness is going to come forth. Just as noon is going to happen every day. Your justice is going to come to pass just as much, just as well. The sun coming up, the sun coming to its highest point, just as those are matter of fact, that's how your righteousness and your justice is going to be. Verse 7 is another instruction. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. And it says, do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the evil man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. Do not fear. It only causes harm. You know, so when you respond to fear, you know, it never works out well. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. 
Wow. But the meek shall inherit the earth. Definition for meek that I heard years ago is perfect power and perfect control. The meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the what? The abundance of peace. Peace. The abundance of peace. Hallelujah. See, fear makes you heavy. Peace makes you light. I'm not saying what we've always looked at, what's the opposite of fear? You know, we look faith. Also, I just kind of see, and I'm not saying it is, but I just see that peace is the opposite of fear. If the enemy can't get me out of peace, he can't keep me in fear. Hallelujah. Nikki, you want to share that scripture? That, that? Hallelujah. Well, I mean, if we just read on that verse that pastor was just in verse 12 says the wicked plots against the just and gnashes at him with his teeth. Now just take a second to think about what that looks like. If someone's gnashing at you with their teeth, it's a little threatening, Yeah. you know, but what does God do? God laughs at him. Can you imagine someone gnashing at you with their teeth and you just stand there and start laughing? That's good. So Philippians one, 127 and 20, no, 20 and, <clears throat> yeah, 27 and 28. Philippians 1, 27 and 28 in the Passion Translation says, whatever happens, keep living your lives based on the reality of the gospel of Christ. Mm. And then verse 28 says, and then you will never be shaken or intimidated by the opposition that rises up against us. Your courage mm. will prove to be a sure sign from God of their coming destruction. Well, when you stand there confident, you know, and you're not moved, all it does is reveal to your enemy that their destruction is coming. Thank you. It's awesome. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Your courage is a sign of their impending destruction. Hallelujah. Let's go to Philippians 4. Pastor Phil, you got anything? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Mm. We refuse to be shaken. Mm. Hallelujah. Philippians 4. And I love knowing the background of this book is knowing that this was Paul's writing it in prison. 
possibly, as far as he knows, awaiting being killed. And yet, it's also known as a book of joy. I mean, if you're in prison, I don't think joy was, it would be usually the thing that would mark the letter I would write, naturally speaking. Maybe you would be different. <laughs> we all would like to say we're, yeah, just like the Apostle Paul, I'm going to write a letter of joy standing in feces up to my knees. Yes, joy. I mean, you know, I mean, right, I think even before in Philippians 1, where um, where Nikki was reading, he talks about, you know, I want to depart. He goes, but it's more needful for me staying for your joy in believing. So it's this understanding that that my circumstances don't move me. What's happening around me doesn't move me. See, the world will never understand a believer who knows who they are and know whose they are. And that know that have the ability to tap in to a peace when they should be shaken. And that's how you and I need to be. We need to operate in a whole nother level of peace. Philippians 4 says, rejoice, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Verse 6 says, be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. It doesn't say be anxious for nothing except. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And what the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Wow. Be anxious for nothing. Nothing. When it comes to your finances, don't be anxious. Yes, get wisdom from God. You do your part. You put your hand to something. Don't be anxious for anything. Don't be anxious at the doctor's report. Don't be anxious. Don't be anxious. But in everything. Everything. Everything means everything. Meaning you're not leaving anything out. We have to operate on another level of peace. When fear comes, anxiousness comes, we have to do something about it. Don't let it 
beat you up. Don't let it cause you to pace the floor. Don't let it consume your thinking. Don't let it belittle you. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And what happens? The peace of God. The peace of God. The peace of God. The peace of God. Which surpasses all understanding. Now get this. We'll guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. I don't know, it might be the Amplified, but it says, I think it's, and I know Annette's talked on this, uh, taught on this, but it garrisons about. Garrison about means to surround about like an army. So it's like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't mean you don't recognize difficulty. It doesn't mean you don't see what you're facing. It doesn't mean that he said, but there's this peace that surrounds about your heart. Because your heart is where you make your decisions. When it says your heart, it's not talking about your blood pump. It's talking about really your spirit man. It's talking about the center of who you are. And it's from there, you know, out of your heart, what Proverbs says, flows the issues of life. So, so it's out of our heart is where we make decisions. Out of our heart, we'll either respond in fear or we'll respond in faith. And so it's the peace of God that has the ability to surround about my heart, keeping the oppression at bay, to keep what the enemy's saying, to keep me saying what the enemy's saying. And the peace of God that passes all understanding would guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. What, what, what is my mind focusing on, Christ Jesus? I'm looking up where my redemption comes from. I'm looking to God who is my confidence. And that's where peace is. Go ahead and stand to your feet. You guys come back up. I want to finish reading. <clears throat> Verse 8 says, Finally, brethren... Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble. So when, when you're going through something or things are coming at you, what are you doing with your heart? Paul's telling them how to deal with the fear with the anxiety that's coming against them. He says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So what, am I, what do I need to do when, when the doctor report comes? What do I do when I see the bank account? 
What do I do when it's not looking the way I think it should look? Think on things that are true. Think on things that are lovely. Think on things that are just. Think on things that are of a good report. But see, we have a a tendency to focus on the bad report. But he says, think on things that are of a good report. And if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Praiseworthy. Things that are praiseworthy. Hallelujah. Meditate on these things. Hallelujah. He goes on and he says, verse 9, The things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Paul's saying, follow my example. The things you saw, saw me do, the things that you've learned from me and watching my life, do these things. Do the things I instructed you with. Do the things that, that you saw me do when I was facing adversity. Just as I'm writing this letter to you and the things I'm instructing you, hey, you do these things and the God of peace will be with you. Hallelujah. The God of all peace. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I just sense in my heart just preparing and praying over tonight. I just sensed in my heart just fear has brought torment. And maybe it's something very subtle. Maybe it's something major. But what out of my heart is if you've been battling fear, That the Lord wants you to leave here with a peace that passes all understanding. Let's just just worship for a moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's think on him. He's true. Let's think on him. He's lovely. Let's think on him. He's a good report. He's virtuous. I mean, he's full of integrity. And oh, he is praiseworthy. Is he praiseworthy? Oh, thank you, Father. We glorify you. We praise you, Father. Oh, we thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. If you've been battling fear, could be a doctor's report. Could be something within your family. Financial, whatever it might be. I want you to come forward. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Father. Mm. Praise you, Father.
Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Holy. Just continue to worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you came in here with fear, and maybe it's not a constant fear, maybe it's just ever so often these reoccurring things just overwhelm you. That you would be able to come to a place where you fight from a position of peace, not that you fight from a position of fear. Peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know, something that always accompanies peace is joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for peace. Oh, mmm. has a tendency to feel like a shackle. Fear, huh? Fear, fear makes us bindable. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for just the compassion of the Father. Bringing peace. Peace, peace, peace. Peace like a river. Peace like a river. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Ah, there's some things with the Lord that uh, there's an aspect of fear, something we've not recognized as fear, but it's what we would call it's a striving. A striving is just a sense of performance that can have a sense of, that brings an attitude of peace, but the Lord says, stop striving and rest. Peace, 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 peace. Ah. Oh, mm. Oh, just take those off. Just take that off. Mm, spiritually speaking, we take off. Take it off. Take it off. 
The anointing destroys every yoke and removes every burden. It destroys it. A yoke is to direct you in a place that that you don't want to go. But it's amazing how the anointing destroys the yoke. See, fear will make you be a fear can be like that yoke that makes you go places that you don't want to go. Mm. Peace. Peace. Ah, peace. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. Oh, the Lord wants you to know it's okay for you to be happy. <laughs> he wants you happy. <laughs> happy. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, and sometimes we guard our hearts because we don't want to get hurt, but oh, he wants you happy. He wants you happy. <laughs> oh, Father, I thank you for peace that passes all understanding. Hallelujah. Lord says, stop, stop beating yourself up. And you, you look back and the mistakes or things that have happened and took place and he's, he doesn't see any of that he doesn't see any of it hallelujah <laughs> hallelujah thank you Jesus for peace 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 oh peace 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 Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. And this sickness has to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That sickness has to go. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Peace over Barbara. Mm. Mm. Hold your head up high. Hold your head up high. Hallelujah. See, <laughs> uh, so told, why are you cast down, oh my soul? Hope in God. Hallelujah. You have no reason to hold your head down because you are one that has amazing gifts, Barbara Vale. You have extraordinary talents with your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. No more confinement. No more confinement. Hallelujah. Oh, mm. peace. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Peace like a river. Mm. Thank you, Father. Oh, we love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We thank you. Mm. Holy Spirit, help us to recognize when we're in fear.
Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, I thank you mm. that we are fear free. Fear free and full of peace. Woo! We are fear free and full of peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Mm. You know, I, Jesus said this. We read it. He said, Jesus is my peace. I give unto you, not as the world gives. I believe that because we are filled with the Holy Spirit. People that you encounter and people that you come in contact with, you can say, my peace I give unto you. Amen. Not as the world gives. So we are full of peace to be able to give peace to a hurting world around us. Amen. 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 And as the days progress and as things continue to, to build in the earth, so to speak, we have to be filled with this peace. People are going to be looking for peace. Whether you realize it or not, people are looking for peace. They may say, well, I, I need this or I want that. And this note, ultimately what they're wanting is peace. So let's be filled with that peace and give it away. Give it and place it into someone else's life. Amen. Amen. Do you receive this encouragement tonight? Amen. We'll give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We glorify you. We bless your name. Hallelujah. For that peace that passes understanding. In Jesus' name. Amen. God is good, isn't he? Hallelujah. Receive this word tonight.